What's up, weebs? <laughs> it's your boy, God. <laughs> What's up, weebs, and welcome back to Anime Lane, the podcast where we take you down the yellow brick road of anime and have a look at everything it has to offer. As always, I'm your host, Rebel Notorious, and today I'm once again joined by Kelsey. Hello. Hi. So last time we spoke about weathering with you and your name, uh... And that was fun. It was. It was. It was a while ago now. Yeah. Um I don't normally like, Feels like pull forever. the curtain back a little bit to like kind of give a peek. But um basically that it's because it's summer, everyone's kinda on holiday. Yep. Um so even though there's new episodes of each podcast coming out, we're we've been a lot of us have been idle for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melina's been off gallivanting in another country. Uh, other countries actually pl- plural um and sean's just been playing a bunch of video games like i have <laughs> <laughs> and then i've been away to berlin so yeah, i've been galvatin as well yeah. <laughs> um so yeah how was berlin we haven't really yeah it was great i went twice thought i was gonna get stopped by security <laughs> didn't thankfully because you went you know. to see rammstein the first time yeah i did and then water parks i did yeah we're playing went to see them and then you like, went back two days later <laughs> amazing we haven't really had a chance to do anything other since then, because uh, yeah. you went to Berlin, you then got COVID. Got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and then took a while to recover from that. So I know, I literally died. <laughs> but I'm back, so yes. we're good. <laughs> um, so yeah, here we are. Um, have you been watching anything or doing anything? Not really, no? since we watched that. Yeah. Um, this is the first I watched, wow. so <laughs> I've been slacking. I've been yeah, slacking. you have, you have. Um, I've not been watching it too much. I finished off a couple of seasonal things recently. Um, spy Family, which was airing, that was very good, very wholesome. Uh, a, a spy for like it's very kind of like West Germany versus East Germany right. type setting. Okay. Um, and a spy is tasked with like getting to the inner circle of the the government so infiltrating yeah. it yeah and so he has to adopt a, a child and create like <laughs> oh. a fake family so he adopts a kid and it turns out she's an empath a telepath sorry oh right okay uh, yeah. and so she can like read minds and stuff like that that sounds really cool actually. and then he has to find a wife and it uh-huh. turns out his wife's an assassin so he doesn't know Naturally. that <laughs> he doesn't know that the kid's a telepath and he thinks that the kid doesn't know that he's a spy but the mm-hmm. kid knows that he's a telepath and the kid knows that the mum's a spy, yeah. uh, uh, an assassin. So it's it's very wholesome, family friendly. Like the way they try and balance it all uh-huh. out. Um, and then there was Shikimori's not just a cutie. That's kind of slice of life. <laughs> a, a hapless guy who's always like getting hurt has Aww. this girlfriend who's like always trying to protect him and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Very sweet, very wholesome. That sounds really cute. Yeah, and then right I found, up my alley yeah. again. <laughs> um, it kind of started off at first as like. I don't know if I could last this full thing, but then like once it kind of gets halfway through it, like it picks up a bit and mm-hmm. it gets more interesting because more characters come into it yeah. and the, the the relationships between the friends and stuff develop. Whereas to start with, it's like she's very intense and she's like very protective. Yeah, kind of like overbearing. Yeah, and there's like I think it's maybe the second or third episode where you're like, oh, is she gonna become the jealous type? Yeah, which wouldn't, and she does, but it's not played up. That's too not much. too bad. Yeah, then. like because it's not her actual main personality. Yeah, I then. was worried that was going to be like one mm-hmm. of the focuses of her character, mm-hmm. but thankfully it wasn't. Um, and then yeah, I finished City Hunter too. Uh, because we're recording this the day after the the massive heat wave in the UK. I mean, we're still in it, but the two worst days. Yeah, I'm still dying. Yeah, <laughs> it's still too warm. Uh, right now, 
but yesterday was like thirty one, so not as as uh, as as high do- as down in like London, England, oh, and stuff gosh, like that. Because um, we were up in Scotland, uh, it was like thirty one, I think, yesterday, and then thirty around uh, about twenty eight thirty on Monday, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't sleep. I'm, so, well, I'm not built for this. No, I live in Scotland I. for the rain. Yes, uh, I don't like the rain, but I like the sweet spot of the weather where it's like <laughs> between fifteen and seventeen. Yeah, but that's that doesn't happen often either. It doesn't. No, um, we kind of get that for like a week, Aye. and then it's either too cold and wet, mm-hmm. or too warm and not wet enough. <laughs> yeah, we just, we moan about the weather. If yeah. it's too good, we moan about it. If it's rubbish, we moan about it. The we thing don't is, have there's, a sweet spot in the middle. There's be, the weather being good and there's weather being, like, unsustainably Ugh. hot. And yeah. that's what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, on Monday night, I couldn't sleep. No. And so I've been watching City Hunter 2, which is the second <laughs> season of the City Hunter anime, since March. Really? So I watched, like, the first six, uh, 26 episodes. Uh-huh. Um, it's 63 long mm-hmm. um, and so I watched the first 26 because I kind of watch it by the discs and the, right. and the Blu-ray sets so I was like disc 1 13 episodes disc 2 26 and I was like I'm going to take a break you do it in like chunks yeah, yeah. so I took mm-hmm. a break for like two months <laughs> that's quite a substantial break yeah <laughs> I think I was watching something else and at this point I don't actually remember what it was I need to go like check my yeah. list um <laughs> Or no, I was playing Final Fantasy VII. That's what it was. Oh, I was playing I've seen you seven. Play that. <laughs> yeah, I was playing seven remake on the PS5, and then when I finished that, it's like I'm going to play the original. Um, <laughs> so I took a break to play games, Ace Attorney, Final Fantasy, uh, and a couple other ones. And <laughs> I've then been forcing you to play Stardew. That yes, way. <laughs> as well as Stardew um, and Doom in there as well. And then I came back to it, and the the next disc, the last disc of the first Blu-ray set which was like episodes 27 to 38. Mm-hmm. Very rough. Really? Yeah, it was like just this. It went from being a kind of high point right. to just the lowest point. Oh, no. And like, it's not that the episodes were bad. It was that they were just kind of... Was it like a slog? It was very much a slog, yeah. Oh. And the thing with... So City Hunter, the first season was like 50 episodes. And like, it was like... City Hunter's very episodic, so like mm-hmm. each episode was its own story arc. Right, okay. And while it was formulaic, it had a lot of charm, it was very fun, yeah. and the characters were great. And then season two, I think in an effort to change it up and try and give each story more time, mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot of two-parters. Right, okay. And in the first 26 episodes, yes, some of them didn't need to be two parts, but they were fine. Yeah, they probably could have just kind of yeah. squished it into one, maybe just pulling out a little bit longer. Yeah. But the episodes 27, 38, very much could have been single. In fact, most of them could have just not been there whatsoever. Um, And so it took me ages to get through that. And then eventually I was like, I I took another break because it took me like (laughs) a month to get through. It (laughs) took me like a month to get through those 13 episodes. Uh, And then jumping into the second set, I was like, Mm. okay, I'll watch it. And it was like a high point of the series. That's like, good then. Fuck yes. Yeah. Um, Glad you came back then. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, it peaked back up to, you know, focusing on Ryo and Kaori, the main characters, like their mm-hmm. relationship. Because yeah. it's like, it's based on a manga, but like because it's such a long series, it's like you can go like a, for very long stretches of like no real actual like character development happening. Oh, right, and okay. that's fine. It's just things happening yeah. then. Yeah. And that that's fine because it's more about like the cases that they take on because mm-hmm. like Rio's a 
Oh, how do I describe it? He's he's called a sweeper, so it's like it's a bit like a private detective. All right, okay. And so he has like a there's a notice board in Shinjuku where like people go and write X Y Z, and that's to let him know they're at the end of the line, so he they need help. All right. So he'll so then kind help of them pick them up. And, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, and so it's like it starts off like the first half of each episode is is Rio being a bit of a sex pest. Oh. He, he likes his mockery, which is uh, like a sound effect term for the sound of a man's... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so he, that's what he calls the act of all of that, of loving. <laughs> of loving. Uh, and so he'll chase after women. He's very much a womanizer, but because right. it's the 80s, it's like dialed up to the maximum. Mm. Um, but then I it's like once you that. get through that, it's like you have this story being established, Rio being an idiot... And then it's like, once you see the eye catch come up where it's like City Hunter, you know it's going to have gone to an ad break. It mm-hmm. comes back and you get cool as fuck, Rio. <laughs> you get him with the serious face, the cool poses and the gun and like, you know, mm-hmm. attacking the villains and, and being <laughs> the hero. Um, I, uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, because of like the length of the series, you don't get too much character development. Right. You just kind of get the characters being themselves and that's mm. that's fun. Those Yay. those series can be fun. Um, but going into like the last half of the second season, I was very glad to have like been getting some character development mm-hmm. in there because like any series that's like above 20 odd episodes, it's, it's daunting to watch. Exactly. Because you know you're going to have... Sink. Yeah, you it have to is. commit the time to it and like 60 is just a weird number mm. for anime so i was like yeah okay let's go <laughs> but i very much enjoyed the the kind of last part of the season mm-hmm. so that was fun uh but because of the heat wave i couldn't sleep on monday night uh so i was like i'll watch a couple episodes of city hunter i had only watched two episodes in the last disc which contained right. 10 episodes uh, 12 episodes so i had 10 <laughs> left uh 6 a.m hit and i had finished the season oh i'd finished God. the last 10 episodes <laughs> i was like how long is each episode? Like 20 minutes. That's not too bad, but still. Yeah, but still, I, I couldn't sleep, so I was up all night, and I yeah. just tanked through the last part of City Hunter 2, which is good, because like, I've still got two seasons left. Uh-huh. Thankfully, only like 13 episodes each. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to take a break, because that was a bit yeah. intense. Um, so right now, <laughs> Especially what, in a night. Yeah. So right now, I'm, I'm, I've started Legend of Korra. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that's not anime. It's just I want to put it out there. It's, it's a very nice show from what I've seen. Um, I've watched the first three episodes. Very nice animation, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nice sequel to Avatar. Very much a kind of a call and response thing. Yeah. Where Aang and Avatar was the innocent dumbass. Korra as the headstrong, self-assured protagonist. Yeah. Um, so it's a nice kind of change in, in dynamic of the show. The yin and yang. The yin and yang, yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's what I've been up to. Uh, and then for today, we watched Belle. Now, if you're listening to this and you follow us on Twitter, I did put out the spoiler tweet, as usual, to say, this is what we're going to be watching. And I said, we're going to be watching Belle and Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. But because of timing, we're going to have to shift uh, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop to the next episode that me and Kelsey do. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that will be the next direct episode or like an episode in after because i'm not sure what the scheduling is currently like i said everyone's kind of been on holiday and it's been it's been kind of it's been a a a very chaotic uh time trying to get everyone scheduled in and stuff like that Mm. so yes soda pop 
will be spoken about, especially now that I've watched it, because <laughs> I want to fucking talk about that movie. Um, and I'm excited to watch it. Yes, so. I think it's something you'll very much enjoy. Yeah, um, <laughs> it sounds like a me kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's very much a you kind of film. So yeah, we watched Belle. Oh, so good. Yes, we, we normally when we record these, um, at, le- at least kind of with Sean and Melina, it's like we've watched them the day before or a, a couple of days before but like today we are like hot We're off the heels of watching it, yeah. this yeah <laughs> like this is hot from the press uh <laughs> like the, the credits just finished rolling and we ran down here and i furiously set up all the equipment um we wanted to talk we about wanted it, to talk so. about that i i think when we went into it it's like you go into a movie and you you know there's going to be stuff to talk about mm-hmm. but you don't expect it to be so densely fucking packed yeah. with stuff to talk about and I thought Ghost in the Shell would be the most densely packed mm. like film we watched near the the start of this of the the podcast. Um, but yeah, Bell was was way more than I expected it to be. Exactly, I didn't really know anything about it apart from the name. Yeah. and then you sent me a picture of like the... this is what we're going to yeah. watch next. <laughs> I was like, right, okay, great. Um, I. Like purposely didn't look into anything mm. for it because I didn't want to spoil anything. I yeah. didn't want to give anything away for myself because I know you usually pick them for a yeah. reason. So <laughs> I I knew stuff. Well, not stuff. Like I I, I knew the hype around the movie. Mm. Um, because for context, as as always, uh, Bell was directed by Mamoru Hosta, who's a very popular. Uh, Japanese anime director. I don't know why I need to specify that. He's a popular director. Um, He's done films like Wolf Children, The Girl Who Left for Time, Mirai, which was nominated for Academy Awards uh, and and Summer Wars, and he worked on Digimon and stuff and and One Piece, and yeah, he's he's been everywhere. Um, (laughs) And and so, like, because it was his movie, like, it was getting hyped before it Mm -hmm. came out, and then it came out here, uh, it had like it's, it's cinema run and stuff but I couldn't go see it because timings and stuff like that but the reception was positive yeah like very positive and the thing is I have a mixed relationship with Hosoda in that <laughs> I really enjoyed Wolf Children I don't really remember the girl who leapt through time <laughs> and I did not like Mirai <laughs> it was so boring um, and that's actually kind of the general reception to Mirai in general for most people that I've spoken to about it is it's like, why was this a nominated for Academy Awards? Because yeah. <laughs> um, when you were talking, well, telling me about it, you, you didn't even remember I, that until last. And I you were like, oh yeah, I, I've watched that. <laughs> yeah, I own it and I constantly forget about its existence. Yeah. Um, so I, I knew that it could be a hit or a miss movie. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of everyone's kind of relationship with Hosoda from my experience and, and sort of, you know, Discord servers and stuff yeah. like that. And the community is that people... Like some of his movies, but whenever a new one comes out, it's like, well, we'll we'll watch it, but we're not going to get our, our, hopes, our hopes up. up. And yep. so when you get a positive reaction from a community like that, you think, okay, this has to be good. This has to be good because of that many people yeah. are talking about it. So I some saw I saw some trailers. I you know I I saw some of the the promotional artwork and stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't know much beyond the. Beauty and the Beast thing. I didn't even know Which that. Which <laughs> I never mentioned to you because, like, I kind of wish I could have gone in not knowing about that. Yeah. Um, I'm like the world's worst when it comes to movies, though. Like, I don't like research anything, mm. so like, I go in blind most of the yeah. time. Yeah, I think the reason I think it's it's very kind of a smart move to rename 
and the English uh, release because um, it's called Bell here in yeah. the the West and the English speaking territories. Maybe in the the non ones, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but in Japan, it's I'm not going to try and remember the full Japanese title, but it's basically the Dragon and the Freckled Princess, uh, which is very clearly a nice kind of homage yeah. to Beauty and the Beast which this movie is in general. Um, and I think you can kind of get that from the cover art of the, you know, when I sent you the yeah. picture. I think now that you know, you'll now probably know, see like, it and think, yeah. Oh, duh, why did um, I not get that? <laughs> yeah, so I didn't, yeah, I went in with tempered expectations. Mm-hmm. I, I can say that. Um, but, oh man, I really fucking enjoyed this movie. Oh, it was really good. Yeah, and I think, I think we maybe mentioned that when we spoke about weathering with you and, and your name is that music is like a very important part mm. of movies. And this again, it fucking nails it. It really does. Like the music was amazing. Yeah. And I think it does it like a step above the the Shinkai movies in that the songs are actually like a fabric piece of yeah, the, the it's film itself. To it. Yeah. It's it's actually a character singing mm. them and, and being very heartfelt and emotional. Exactly. Um, when when singing. Uh so I don't know how to describe the plot of Belle, to be honest. Um that shit crazy? Yeah, that's one way to do it. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, my throat's kinda dry. Doing this in like the middle of a heat wave is not a great idea. <laughs> Whoops. Bad timing on our part. Mm. Um yeah, so the film kind of starts with a basic explanation of you, which is like a virtual world, almost something akin to... Uh, Sword Art. Sword Art's not the best comparison in this one, I think. Think Ready Player One. Yeah. That's kind of the, the vibe I get, but less cringe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> Ready Player One is like, everyone's wearing like a licensed skin, so it's like... yeah. Oh, there's the Master Chief. There's the girl from Overwatch. There's Sonic over there's there. There's Sonic. <laughs> um, basically, there's all the people we could get to agree to let us license these characters yeah. for this movie. Let's shove them all in yeah. together. Um, whereas, you know, you is like... Uh, it describes it as like another reality, I yeah. think. Um, and there's very confusing terminology around that. Oh, Cause it because you have is. you, but then you also have your, like... It's not called your avatar, in the subtitles, it's capitalized as A and S. So I thought it was A S, but they do still pronounce it as as. And I was like, that's confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it never really actually explains what, what that, that is beyond is. your avatar, yeah. which is like scanned from your body and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's like kind of taken parts of you. Yeah, I think. but then it also, I think, searches the internet for you because when is it's freaky. Yeah, because when it's creating. <laughs> Suzu's avatar, it confuses it with the popular girl as well, because you see the kind of internet, yeah. the, the picture they took show up. And yeah, when it, it was like scanning the yeah. faces. Yeah. And it does recognise Suzu, but then as Suzu says, it looks more like the sax girl. Yeah. But just with freckles. <laughs> so it's very... <laughs> con- true. Yeah, so it's very confusing. And like, well, it doesn't spend too long on the intricacies of the world so you don't yeah. really question have to question it and think about that too mm-hmm. much um it just kind of launches us in from that point oh my god the first 10 minutes oh, like wild. what was happening <laughs> so suzu is a girl who's lost her mother she's not in a great place and she's kind of invited to you by her friend um 
hero that's her name and you but she's got like a longer oh, name right, yeah um she's the little kind of weird blue. weird one yeah. yeah um so she sends her an invite like invite invite link <laughs> Um, Easy for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she creates her avatar and kind of goes back and forth from what the name should be. Yeah. And she calls herself Belle because Suzu in Japanese is means Belle. Mm-hmm. Um, though spelled B-E-L-L as in a dung bell. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, and as soon as she joins, she just starts singing because she likes singing. Yeah. I, that I was That's... very confused. The, it would not be my first choice of what to do in, no. a, in a virtual reality yeah. kind of thing like that. <laughs> I think it would have been so out of left field if there wasn't the scene kind of prior to that where she's on the bridge and like she's trying to sing. Yeah, and that, literally mm-hmm. throws up, which is like the most intense way to let you know that this girl has trauma with that. Yeah. Um, because it does show you a lot of kind of build up to to that, as in like you know she loses her mom and her she had a good relationship with her dad, I think, when At it comes to music point, and yeah. creating music and stuff. But when her mom passes away, she's she finds it she hard. Becomes a recluse as yeah, well. pretty she much. Shies away from it. Mm. Because this film is very much also about kind of building friendship. Because mm-hmm. at the end, you know, you see her with, with the choir women. With, yeah. With the tall boy. Unlikely friendships yeah, as well. Yeah, with, with Canoe. Kamashin, <laughs> yeah, um, who's Canoe, canoe Boy. <laughs> when you canoe. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Canoe Boy. I love him. He's such an odd character and that's saying something for this movie yes it is and all my time watching anime i've yet to see a character that in love with canoes (laughs) (laughs) um the only person in the canoe club (laughs) the only person which is not how it works in japan (laughs) and high schools you need at least three or four members to make an official club and he competed and he made it to nationals (laughs) how I have no idea. And he's just in school waving about his paddle yeah. like a weapon. Trying to get members. Uh, that's amazing. Um, I mean, it's one way to do it, It I is guess. one way to do it, yeah. So when she's in you, she, you know, sings and she goes viral. And it kind of then condenses time down mm, it definitely a lot. Does. And like has her being, you know, very popular, doing concerts. Um, and we don't get to really see any of that, but it does kind of go over that, like, very condensed... Yeah. Um, showing kind of the social media reaction, people kind of commenting that, you know, it's not her creating the music, which is true, it's her friend who's making the music, but that's a common relationship in music, is that you have someone who sings, who probably also writes the lyrics, but then you have, like, a... producer who creates your your beats and your music. who kind of, like, puts it together for you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she's about to perform a concert and the dome, the sphere... Egg. Egg. That's not <laughs> the egg. The egg comes in later. This this dome just never comes up again either. No. Um, so she's about to perform and then the beast appears. This is where we first meet the yes, beast, is, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or the dragon, as he's called the in dragon. this movie. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And the justices. My God, the justices. Oh my God, they are so weird. Like Justin Justice. Justin Justice. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like that it never establishes if that's actually his last name, but we're just assuming. <laughs> no, it totally is. <laughs> I'm going with it. I'm running with it. And so it, then it establishes, you know, the beast as like this. Oh, he's he's the bad guy of you. Yeah. Which I don't understand. It's like Yeah, but like where did that come from? Yeah. Like he's just a guy and then like these guards were like chasing yeah. him and then he's apparently the, a bad guy because he ruined a concert and that's yeah, it. Yeah, it's so weird because they, they mention that, you know, he he like he fights in the arena. Yeah. And it's um, like and they're like, Oh, you know, he fights dirty and stuff and it's like but he's like the enemy of everyone and I'm yeah. like what is happening? Exactly. Um, it's never really kind of elaborated no, on more than that. Which I think does kind of work as like a mystery angle of it. True. Um, it gives you all the intrigue to kind of want to find out yeah. a bit more. And, and I think because of the way the story then goes with his character, you're, you're not really concerned with where he came from, more just like who he is and, exactly. and, and his story. Mm-hmm. Um which goes in such a direction that you never expect. Exactly. Because um, after that, you know, Belle goes looking for him. Mm-hmm. He, he, she finds his castle, which is where the most apparent, you know, Beauty and the Beast <laughs> things come in. Because uh, she, she writes a song to get through to him to show that he cares, that she cares about him, and they and literally they dance, dance the dance in the ballroom. Yes. Oh my goodness! And then there's the rose as well. Then there's the rose. Yeah. That's like a blatant Beauty uh-huh. and the Beast thing. Yeah, because she gets a red rose, he gets a black rose, but when they they transform, he they're both red roses, and yeah. he's literally in a costume similar. Yeah, he's in his like tux. It's yeah. like with the the coattails and yeah. everything. It's yeah. Um. And and after that, you know, it's like he's in pain. It's like, oh my god, why? I'm I'm saying this like it's so melodramatic that I'm annoyed by it, but it's like it's But it was like the Gaston scene in Beauty and the Beast, yeah. though. Like they come and storm the castle, they ruin it, and then like Yeah. He runs away and everything like that. Yeah, because yeah. like it spends a lot of time with like uh Belle slash Suzu trying to get through to him and kind of find out, you know, who he is and why he's you know, in pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, you know, you also have the the whole of you trying to find his castle and, like, you know... Expose him. F- expose him. Um, and, you know, it's the contrast of, like, Belle's doing it out of a very kind of sincere um, desire, whereas everyone else is wanting to just... Just drama. Yeah. The yeah. usual internet stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, expose him. Uh, which then leads to after, so yeah because it's like you have you have her like confronted by the justices yeah refusing to give him up mm-hmm. and then she kind of just lives her life for a bit yeah like they know it's Belle like yeah. how does she get to go about and I don't know it's so weird yeah because like she after that confrontation and like she gets rescued she just kind of flies away <laughs> yeah and you're left with like her going back to reality and that's when you know you find out the popular girl didn't like um tall boy i i i cannot remember half these characters names because you as much as you do you do get like time with them it's not enough time to really yeah. grasp who they are um it's more just kind of letting you know that suzu's gradually healing i think is mm-hmm. the best way to put it is she's making new friends and, and and her circle slowly expands exactly um 
And so you find out the popular girl doesn't like Tallboy, who Suzu is crushing on. Yeah. Uh, it turns out she likes Canoe Boy. <laughs> Which who leads to would the... not like Canoe Boy, though? Oh my goodness. It leads to the best scene in the movie as oh, well. Oh, it definitely does. I love that. Yeah, because there's like a semi-recurring joke at that point where... Um, <laughs> When Suzu <laughs> finds out that Kanu Boy made it through to Nationals, she's like, oh, you know, I'll be rooting for you. And he jokes, um, oh, does that mean you have a crush on me? And she just has the best facial response. Yeah, it's just like the most blank, like, <laughs> where did that come yeah. from kind of um, expression on her face? And so did Tallboy. Tallboy was like... Yeah, but uh, Tallboy always has that kind of face. I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, and then later on when... You know they're they're having conversation and she finds out who it is. Uh, they're they're going to the station to part ways and Canoe Boy's there, and <laughs> he does the same joke because he tells her that she made he tells Sax girl that she, he made it through to nationals and she's like I'm rooting for you and he jokingly says Does that mean you have a crush on me? And then she drops her bag and then she's like <gasps> and she just goes bright red yep. and he is just dumbfounded. <laughs> And then Suzu just stares at him and's like, nods, yes, yes. <laughs> and then he like tries to run away. <laughs> it's great because it's like they leave and there's just the conversation off screen, and then the fucking Tom and Jerry walk that he oh does as he's goodness, coming back it's in. The best thing ever. <laughs> Uh, oh, I would say watch the film just to see that. Oh, scene, just for that honestly. scene, a hundred percent. And then it kind of dives into the like the very kind of fast building tension yeah of like they found the beast they found the dragon's castle and so now it's like a desperate attempt to find who they are before mm -hmm. um everyone else does that is yeah uh and that leads to like the biggest twist of the movie oh my goodness it definitely does like this movie doesn't really pull its punches in that it's like you know oh everyone's just trying to be happy and have a nice life it's like Suzu's clearly going through some stuff. She's she's trying to find her best way to work through it. For her, that is singing as Belle. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's taking on another identity and like that movie. The movie is lightly about her kind of merging herself into what she constructs as Belle. Yeah. Which I kind of wish the movie did spend more time on. Mm -hmm. That would probably be a bit... Yeah. yeah it's, it's already a two hour long movie. Exactly. So... <laughs> mm. Um, but then it's, you know, it also quickly turns into a movie about child abuse. Very quickly. Very quickly. Um, so as they discover, um, who the dragon is, they find out that they are being abused by their father, basically. Uh, because a big part of the dragon's character is that he has bruises and he seems to show them off. Um, and so you think that their, their physical abuse... Um, bruises, but it turns out they're not. It's the it's the dad is mental, mental and verbal, verbal abuse. Um, yeah. And so he internalized the the. It's two two brothers, the older one and the younger one, and it's the older one who's who's the dragon, and he kind of internalizes all of this pain, and it comes through his bruises on the dragon. Yeah. Um. And I I did not I did not expect that. No, I didn't either. I thought it was going to be actual bruises yeah. as well, but. Uh, and I think like. For most of the movie, you're you're thinking, oh, it's going to be someone she knows. As as kind of cliche and tropey as that would have been, it is setting it up that way. 
I, for more than half of the movie, thought it was going to be Tallboy. That's what I had thought as well. I was like, he's going to have some dark secret. Yeah. Um, And that's going to be, like, the challenge of their relationship as friends mm-hmm. is that she finds out about it and so she has to, like, decide if she's going to stick with him and adjust to yeah. knowing and, and, and whatever that secret may have been or run away. But then it turns out to be something very different. And I'm... To say I'm glad it went in that direction sounds so weird, but I'm I'm glad it pulled a like a rug pull like that. Yeah, exactly. That it doesn't just something play, you didn't expect. Yeah, yeah like a an unexpected twist because exactly. a lot of the time these movies can be predictable. Yeah. <laughs> but going in a direction like that, I did not see coming. No, I didn't either. Um, and then you know it's about trying uh trying to get those kids safe from from their dad from their dad exactly um, and then like seeming as though the um dragon thought no one wanted to help yes, him as well yeah. um and then Susie had to give up her basically her disguise mm-hmm. as bell which is is one of my favorite parts of the movie really because like um for the animation of the movie everything taking place in the real world is like hand-drawn but everything in you is cg yeah uh-huh. and if, if you had been hand-drawn, mm-hmm. her her unveiling her identity, that big moment where she finally sings as Suzu, wouldn't have been as impactful. I don't think so. Because there's so much going on. It's it's the camera movement, the the lighting, the... The reactions the of reactions, other characters. The shot composition. Just the whole construction of the scene is so like well utilizing mm. the difference of cg animation because especially like the way just individual parts of like her her move yeah. you know her skirt and her hair flapping exactly. in the wind exactly uh-huh um it's less static less, than, yeah. yeah it gives it more uh dynamics and and mm-hmm. and makes it feel a bit more alive which really works for that, that I moment. I just really loved when um, the girl in the crowd was like, oh, she's just a normal girl. She's yeah. like me. Because that's um, sort of like a, a, an, a rival singer who's who's been very kind of against Belle for yeah. most of the movie. Peggy Sue is her name. Um, and like obviously underneath you know, that character that Peggy Sue is is mm-hmm. just another girl. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think because a lot of people were like, you know, as with anything on the internet, it's like there's there's scepticism as to what a, a per- who a person is and what their character really is, and like a lot of people thought, oh, you know, Belle's just a just a manufacturer of manufacturing of the the music industry mm-hmm. type thing, um, but then you know, Peggy Sue has the realization that she is just another yeah girl, a young girl, and mm-hmm. it leads to a very nice. Scene. It definitely does. I think that's like one of my favorite yeah. bits from the movie. I I really picked up on that. I was like, that's really nice. Because mm. that's where we have egg. Egg. Because <laughs> uh, prior to all of that, it's like everyone and 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 you kind of surrounds Belle and like they're shaped in an egg because it's it's a metaphor for you know Breaking she has to, she has to break out of her shell and and become herself. Uh, but when you're looking at it, all you can think is egg. egg. <laughs> Um, yeah, the music's amazing in this as well. Like the songs are very. I think we've mentioned that actually, yeah, haven't we? we yeah, did, I've yeah. just looked round. Um, I think that it felt like a natural place to bring it up because that's when she goes into like the song that she couldn't sing. 
exactly. um, before, you know, becoming Belle mm -hmm. and finally she can now sing it as, yeah, as herself. Yeah, because like you mentioned on the bridge, she like threw up when yeah. even thinking about singing mm -hmm. it. And it's like a very, it's a very emotional song because it's clearly about losing her mum mm -hmm. and, and having to find a way to just carry on. Yeah, without, to cope. Yeah, which is, is very powerful because I think... A lot of these movies can, you know, people are like, oh, you know, they're very tropey, you know, it's mm. it's it's the same thing that everyone goes for, but it's like it's it's relatable. It's like exactly. everyone has that loss in their life and mm -hmm. everyone knows what that feeling is like. And so like using that in a very sincere way in a story. I felt like it was really powerful. It is a very that. powerful mo uh, mm. moment, especially when like because there's a kind of hint earlier in the movie that if someone's emotions are strong enough it kind of becomes this light in front of their yeah. their chest um and she touches everyone in a way that they feel the same and so there's just this sea of lights it's a exactly. beautiful scene it was gorgeous uh again another thing that could have worked in hand animation but maybe wouldn't have had the same impact mm -hmm. um so yeah it's, it's it's a very very fun kind of Fun's a weird word to use, but like... Yeah, considering the topics we've just spoken yeah, about. It's, it's it a, is fun, but it's quite deep yeah, as well. It's it's this kind of... it's it's a It, it has the veneer of a fun movie, but mm -hmm. underneath it all, there's like this very real, sincere and deep, you know, emotional story of, of not just Suzu, but the, the dragon... Um, and, mm -hmm. and I kind of like that it didn't go too much into the dragon story. Like, you, yeah. it does hint at it because we were like, oh, you know, the kid who, like, because the little brother, um, you see him calling the dragon his hero yeah. earlier in the movie. And the one thing you instantly notice about him is that that kid is not right. No. Because he at all. is just like psychopath eyes. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and nowhere. Exactly. Staring uh, into the abyss yeah. kind of thing. And that abyss has very much stared back at him. Yup. Um, <laughs> Definitely has. Uh, and then, so you, you kind of think, oh, maybe it'll be him. But then, you know, you find out it's his brother yeah. and he's been protecting him from the abuse of their dad. Exactly. And, you know, there is this great confrontation where she frantically goes to, to save, well, not to save them, but she goes to kind of... Protect them. Protect them. And it's like, I don't know how to put so it. so deep. Like, honestly, like, when she went and, like, found the little mm -hmm. brother and, like, ran to him, like, yeah. I was like, my goodness, like. Yeah, because it's not so much of, like, in a typical movie, I think, you know, it would go in the direction of, well, now we need to, you know, make sure they get away from the, the, the dad. We need to get the police involved. We need mm -hmm. to make sure that this happens you know the typical hero arc of it exactly. whereas for for suzu it's pretty much just going and showing them. them that they could, that she's there yeah and like the the video of him you know assaulting the the brother and stuff like that like it does it goes viral so you kind of have to assume that like something does get done about yeah. it but we don't need to see that exactly um, we just you know we see that Suzu's kind of healed. She has a, a more expanded friend circle. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure at some point in the future she'll meet, you know, Kay. Kay, I think his name was, the yeah, the, the dragon. I think it's Kay or Kai or... 
I think it's K because I think it's K E I, which is K. yeah, yeah. Um, they'll they'll probably meet again in the future, mm-hmm. but like as far as our story is concerned, like that's and I'm super happy, like what you said that they didn't yes, get together because there's like this moment where when she finally meets K and K finally realizes that Suzu is indeed Belle and like he finally trusts her. It's like you kind of think. Is this where they're gonna make them the couple? Is mm-hmm. this where it's like gonna be that like pushed together yeah, kind of thing? Where they both admit they love each other, and while Kay does admit that he, he loves, loves Suzu, yeah. well, Belle, Belle, yeah. um, she just says thank you because she's clearly still very much in love with Tallboy, her exactly. her her childhood friend, um, which leads to like a very nice moment where at the end of the movie he's like, oh, you know, I can finally stop being your guardian and we can just be friends, and it's like that is such a I'm sweet like, moment. It's like he recognizes that she no longer needs that yeah, protection. Yeah, it's almost like he knows that she's not fully there yet, but she's on the way to healing, mm-hmm. and that he can just be there rather than just being the watchful exactly. eye. Exactly. Which is yeah, I I didn't expect this because like Mirai tried the whole family relationship thing and it didn't work, but Belle really pulls it off on so many different mm-hmm. levels because like each person is almost like a, a family member to Suzu. It's exactly. like, you know, Tallboy is the childhood friend. Yep. The 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 weird like girl for like that's her friend who produces all the music and is like the computer Yeah. Her like producer kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Who carries a big box around that has oh her massive goodness. computer set up like, in it. She's like a hacker. Yeah. She is. Um and then you know you have the choir, who's almost like an extension of of her mum. Yeah, and I loved the choir. Yes, bit. the that choir was, was really good. Yeah, so it was very nice movie, nice music, mm-hmm. the animation. You know, the balance of hand drawn and CG was very nice because, like, at times you could almost forget that we, you were looking at CG. Exactly. Um, and like I said, for for you, the 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 virtual world thing it really works like the environments are very mm-hmm. nice when... it really pops like mm-hmm. for the colors and yeah and i think the buildings you know the the kind of nonsensical like too much information design yeah. about it would be very hard to do to pull off and I'd say. and 2d animation um so it is it's very nice mm-hmm. uh so yeah we we watched it in 4k because like there was the recommendation of like all the home video releases for the the blurry are kind of like because there is it's so dense with visual information oh it's goodness. so many different <laughs> scenes that like so much of it gets lost in the home video release which i can understand from having seen it now that like mm. this is a film to be experienced in in 4k a 100 percent yep um you wouldn't so, get as much information as no, I, you would need i'd say yeah definitely like the 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 whole opening sequence we were like, what the hell is going on? There is so much on screen. <laughs> exactly. And like, I looked at you, you looked at me, and we were like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, like, I can only imagine... I can't even imagine what that would be like in just standard HD. Like, that would look... <laughs> it would be like a blur colour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to put it nicely. Yes. Um. So, yeah, if you want to watch it, uh, it's available from all good uh, home video re- retailers here in the UK and in the US. Um, if you go at all the anime's web store, you can pick up the collector's edition, which includes the 4K release, as we watched. Um, I don't think there's a 4K one out in the US at the moment. 
um, because Anime Limited put a lot of work in to get that like out for here because it's like the full work so they couldn't even use their normal um, kind of channels for, for producing it. They had to get like a proper kind of big company to, to produce the, the 4K disc authoring thing. Um, I don't want to get too technical into those terms because that's a whole other discussion. Um, and that just went over my head. And it just goes over, <laughs> yeah. Um, something clearly only few people in the, the community care about, which is fair enough because it's not for everyone. Um, but yeah, so this is this has been our podcast episode about Belle. I don't yeah. think there's much else we can say about it. Very fun. <laughs> Fun's not the right movie. Very lively, dynamic. Exactly. Um, sincere. Uh you know, tells tells a very nice story. Ten out of ten, it had a dog in it. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how long it'd take you to bring up the dog. And there was a cat as well. So there was there was a cat. There yeah. Was a cat. Um. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Thank you very much for listening because I think you. this is the natural end point here. I think if we went yeah. on, we'd just be dragging it out now. So we'd just be rambling. <laughs> yeah, which is normal for us. It but is we're, our normal. We're not going to subject that you guys to that so yes this will be the shortest anime lane to date but i think it makes sense to just discuss bell on its own episode yeah. um so yeah thank you very much for listening uh i've been real notorious i've been with kelsey <laughs> thank uh, you this has been anime lane i don't really have an outro so this is weird i don't know don't know where to go <laughs> from here uh we hope you've enjoyed listening to this and we hope you'll come back for more episodes in the future peace out weeps bye